0: So when we consider the possible solutions to systems of linear equations, we first can talk about two variables. That's what we've just been looking at, two dimensions. The two variables are usually x and y, so we're usually talking about lines, where x is the independent variable and y is the dependent variable. Can you remember what the kinds of possible solutions there are to two variable problems? We had, at the very beginning of of this chapter, we had Setting revenue equal to cost, looking at just the intersection of two lines. So we can have one solution, and that's just the point A, B. A is the x coordinate, B is the y coordinate. Can we have two solutions? Can we take two lines, maybe these two pencils, and intersect them at more than one place? Only if we bend the pencils, right? And the only way we have two solutions to a system of equations is if one is at least maybe a parabola, and the other could be a line then, or two parabolas. And you've done this in uh, your previous chapter, in chapter one. But can we have two solutions when we intersect two lines? So we can't have two solutions. Can we have no solution? If we have two lines that are both going the same direction forever and ever, like two train tracks that never intersect, then we're talking about no solution. And we saw that example, the x plus y equals 5 and the x plus y equals 8. There's no way that x plus y can equal both 5 and 8 at the same time. So we can have no solution when we have two parallel lines. That's the inconsistent system. Called. and then finally we have one other possibility and that's the last one we did that's where if we have a system of two equations and they really represent the same line two pencils representing really the same line might look something like this. We're very high tech here. But that was our example where we had y equals negative 3 halves x plus 5 halves, something like this. And this has infinitely many solutions. and the way we identify those infinite number of solutions there's really only way to do it and the way we identify these infinite solutions is with the line itself because there's really no other way to identify all these points on the line except by using the equation of the line you can say that y equals negative three halves x plus 5 halves. Or we could have solved that equation for x instead and we need to do that over here. 2y equals negative 3x plus 5. So then 3x equals negative 2y plus 5. 3x equals negative 2y plus 5. So x equals negative 2 thirds y plus 5 is another way to say this solution set of points x and y that satisfy this equation. And we're going to talk about another way to write it very soon. And the way we're going to do that is to say, I don't like to call y, y, because we're used to that being a variable. You'll notice in my first solution, I used a and b for x and y. I could here, instead of using y all the time, I could call y some constant k. Um, And k could be anything it wanted to be, but at any one moment, it's one particular number. If I let y equal k, then x is related to k according to this formula. If y equals k, then x equals negative 2 thirds k plus 5. And so, I could actually write this with coordinates just the way I wrote the solution A comma B. I could say that my solution is that Y equals K and X equals negative two-thirds K plus five. And that's going to be the way we write infinitely many solutions in this section. We're starting with two variables, but as you may guess, we're going to move into three variables very quickly, and we're also going to use this way of writing the solution if you have an infinite number of points possible.